next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to Canastro Chronicles podcast. I'm Rios as always. Brendan Ertle. Today, um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the Saints fall to the Baltimore Ravens in primetime on the Monday Night Football, 27-13. They fall to 3-6. and six. It's their worst start since 2005. Um, the worst nine-game stretch, which is obviously being 3-6. and six. And this is probably the lowest that Saints fans have been in quite a long time. Frustrating game, embarrassing game, pathetic game, miserable game, and it's starting to become too much. Last week, we talked about, you know, maybe the Saints turn it around. Maybe they figured out what they needed to figure out. Offense has been playing pretty well. Defense played great against the Raiders. And we talked about, yeah, maybe maybe they turn the corner. Maybe this is, this is like a reset. They're 1-0. Um, let's try and be 2-0. Uh, you throw that all out the window. That was a fluke. We just saw a performance that justifies where we sit. And I'm I'm a big person on you. You are what your record says you are. And we're three and six. I don't think our record says what we are. I think we're worse than three and six. We got a lucky game against the Falcons. Probably should have beat, you know, a game like the Vikings. You didn't play good enough at the end. Uh, they lose to the Panthers get crushed by the Bucks, and then they had a lot a, a lot of other close games. Uh, I think they deserved, obviously, to win the Raiders game, and that's probably the only game that they've deserved to 100% win. It's, it's miserable. What we saw last night was miserable. And if you were a fan that enjoys basketball as well and you scrolled uh, to look at the Pelicans' score, it wasn't much better. So this is bad. This is really, really bad. And... I was trying to figure out what to say in this podcast because at this point in the Saints season, we're not even breaking down like the game film and stuff and what happened and uh, this play and that play. We're just talking about how frustrating the team is because there's nothing to break down. There's nothing. And I was just scrolling on Instagram. Like, what, what am I going to say in this show? And I came across this video. And if you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it. Go to the Arizona Cardinals Instagram and look at Buda Baker post game when they lost to the Seahawks and he just chews the locker room out this is pathetic we're too good for this we need to try harder we need more effort I'm so tired of losing that's what I want to go in the Saints locker room and say we got good players we got great players we got good coaches we got uh, playmakers Um, yeah we got some injuries but so do the Ravens so does everyone else step it up now every week we've said Oh, this is the issue, this is the issue. If we can fix this, then this will work. This week was just flat out bad coaching. They got they got out coached from the freaking kickoff. From the start, they were out coached. If Ryan Ramchek's jumping off sides, um, if you're getting little penalties here and there, I don't I don't care if Ryan Ramchek is a perennial superstar that and he rests usually on Wednesday or Tuesday whenever you're practicing, if he gets a rest day, he's not resting this week. you got to have some kind of 
just staple. You got to just chew someone out. You got to be like, look, Sean, Sean Payton's not here anymore. Our best week came when he was in the building. Are you guys scared of him and not, not me, that being Dennis Allen? There needs to be some voice. There, something needs to change. I don't know if it's effort. I don't know if it's lack of details. I don't know if it's paying attention. Uh, Kamara, I know, is putting his best foot forward. He He's trying to be a good leader. And seeing his reaction when someone does something wrong is heartbreaking. Like, that dude cares so much about winning. And he's been a huge part of what we've done um, now in the past and moving forward. He will be. And just seeing his face, it just, it just makes me mad because he cares. And I don't know how many other people do. I don't. Andy Dalton, uh, rough game for him. He was getting nailed. Just simple protections. The Ravens were sending eight because they knew the Saints couldn't figure it out. This was an issue like weeks ago. I thought we had this fixed. Eric McCoy goes down and then all of a sudden the offensive line starts playing well. Like, Eric, what's going on with you, man? Like, the communication needs to start from the center out. The best lineman this year has been freaking Cesar Ruiz. Cesar Ruiz has been the best. Huge step forward for him. He goes into center. They start playing well. Um, but everyone else, it's like, where's the effort? Where's the effort? And for the defense, we still got mother effers line up in this in the wrong spot. How we line up in the wrong spot? How we like falling for like play actions and RPOs, and you're falling for a Lamar Jackson fake run and leave Isaiah Likely wide open. Like, this is like high school football stuff. And do I blame the players? Yeah, they got to give more effort. But this starts with the coaching. This is not well-coached team. Because you know what? The Saints probably should have had at least a better performance because it couldn't have been much worse than that. But it literally took the Ravens to completely not try for an entire play for the Saints to score a touchdown. We had that... Juwan Johnson catch, run. Marcus Peters gives the absolute least amount of effort I've ever seen. Chuck Clark gives even uh, littler effort, and they just let Juwan Johnson just score. And that's what it took for the Saints to score a touchdown in this game. They had six points besides that. Uh, Offense have been playing well. We expected them to be a huge part in this game. Nothing. Couldn't figure out anything. Tip balls. Couldn't block. Bad protection, no one's open, and I keep saying this. Yeah, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. We don't have our first round pick next year. But at this point, I don't really care because that first round pick was a big reason that we were able to select Chris Olave, who has been our best player this year. Most consistent, most effective, most effort. The best coached because he already has been coached at a previous college where they have great coaches in Ryan Day, Brian Hartline, the wide receiver coach. He's a great coached player. He is our best player. He's been our best player. He gives the most effort. He cares the most. Everyone else, I don't know. So, yeah, it sucks. We don't have our first round pick. But we got Chris Olave, who continues to impress me each and every single week and will continue to impress me moving forward because he is that guy. Now, this was a game where you needed the offense to produce something. You knew the Ravens' offense was going to move the ball. We knew they were going to score. 
We knew that Lamar Jackson was going to be like get axe axe and be effective. And we just saw the absolute opposite. Was the defense bad? Were they getting cooked? Yeah, they absolutely were. But the bottom line is, it sounds like a joke, but they literally got 30 to a minute break between series sometimes with the Saints. They had to go out there, throw three incomplete, three incomplete passes, get a ball bat at the line, or throw a pick, and the defense would be right back out there. Having to try and stop the fastest quarterback in NFL history. You can't give your defense like a two-minute break. You can't just move the ball a couple times, flip field position. And the punting game hasn't been good either. So the defense, I think they were good enough for you to win this game. Majority of this game, the Ravens had 16 to 20 points in that range. And at the end, they put it on because the Saints offense just collapsed. But if you told me the Saint, the Ravens offense would only score 20 points this game, I'd say we win. The way our offense has been playing... And then we just get a dud of a performance. Like, it is just exhausting. It's exhausting. And they go to, lot, they go to the, the sideline. There's no accountability. There's no change of quarterback. Taysom Hill's playing great. And then you take him off the field for some reason. You Kamara and Taysom Hill are your two best offensive players right now. And they get 12 touches combined. 12. Alave had a great game, of course, like we've been saying. Um, he had six receptions for 71 yards. And listen to this. This just about sums it up. Alave had six receptions, 71 yards on nine targets. Jawan had two catches. Kamara had three. Troikon had three. Marquez had three. Kevin White won. Adam Troutman won. Dwayne Washington won. Taysom Hill had a target, no catch. Your rookie wide receiver is carrying your offense. And some say he's not a rookie. He's got a ton of experience. He doesn't play like a rookie. It was insane to see this performance on Monday Night Football. And it was sad. It was sad. So this loss goes on. It goes on. Number one, Dennis Allen. Number one. I am tired of the approach that he's been taking the Sean Payton approach was was a good idea where we have the right culture um, continue what we're doing these players are professionals they know what they're doing let them take charge a more relaxed approach but if it's not working it's not working you got to choose someone's ass out you got to choose someone's ass out and the fact that Alvin Kamara had to do it is just sad would Alvin Kamara ever stand up in the locker room and yell at everyone and get them going if Sean Payton was here? I have no idea. I'm not in the locker room. But the fact that he did, the fact that Dennis is meeting with Mickey Loomis, who I guess is a normal thing after the game, and they're talking about what went wrong. They're talking about Pete. We're talking about injuries. It is just frustrating. It's exhausting. And I don't think in previous weeks that Dennis Allen's seat was very hot. Today, it's pretty hot. And moving forward, it'll be hot. If you can't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have had no success on offense, very little success on defense, if you can't beat them on the road, I think someone is gone. So, 
this was frustrating. The Saints just also released Brett Hundley. He was uh, supposed to come in and help the defense try and contain uh, Lamar Jackson by running on scout team. I thought the Saints defense did a good enough job. I mean, they weren't good. They got they got pushed around. They got bumped around. Kenyon Drake killed them. And it was in the same night that freaking uh, the Pelicans lose to the Pacers. So it just it was a slap in the face twice. Um, just overall, a performance that you want to forget about. A season that you want to forget about. And the situation just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The fact that you don't have any picks. You don't have any money. You don't have a quarterback. And your coach is, well, a question mark. So, what happens moving forward? I have no idea. And I'm just now listening to Dennis Allen's press conference after uh, today's quote-unquote, I don't know, walkthrough. Um, that being Tuesday. And he's giving injury updates. And it's a whole bunch of words that don't even tell me anything. Lattimore's progressing. Jarvis Andrews progressing. Pete Warner's injury, we don't know anything about. It's just like a lot of information that tells me nothing. The fact that Lattimore, Jarvis, Michael, other guys that have missed a lot of time have just been sitting there taking a roster spot and not being used on, not being placed on IR is a huge question mark. It, scra- it you know, scratches our heads. It's not having a very real well-run team and I get the I get the idea where it's like okay maybe you can come back before four weeks but how do you not know like if there's a diagnosis okay Lattimore's injury is pretty bad it's a kidney injury um maybe you should sit at least four weeks put him on IR get the roster spot go get someone else who can be on the roster you're just taking up a roster spot I mean Jarvis and and Marshawn are going to be two guys who are huge contributors to this team who will be and we need them but they're not playing right now and they've both missed four plus games why don't we use the IR for that if we're taking it week by week uh yeah whatever whatever every player's like that I mean every situation and I don't want to keep harping on Dennis Allen but there was an interview a few weeks ago and I kind of brushed it past and it was Mark Ingram and Sean Payton on K Adams show, and Mark Ingram kind of talked about how he Sean Payton would give you that look when you fumbled the football or you made a mistake, and it's this this death stare, and you're like, oh crap, I messed up. I haven't seen any emotion from Dennis Allen this whole year. If someone jump off sides, I'm more mad at whoever jumped off sides or uh, moved before the snap than Dennis is. Why is that? Yeah, it's just a mistake. The professionals, they'll figure it out. But they need some accountability, man. They need something. This is a team that I thought would be perfectly um, a perfect spot for Dennis Allen to coach because they have a ton of um, continuity. They've had success before. These players are, are pros. They're all pros. They've been to Pro Bowls. And Tyron Matthews telling where people to where, to where to line up. Like How? You have two defensive coordinators and a coach that is a defensive-minded head coach, and you got people lined up in the wrong spot? This is JV football. And my JV coach, when I played, yelled at me 10 times more than Dennis Allen's ever yelled at anyone. And something needs to change. 
something needs to change, uh, whether that's a quarterback change, whether it's a coach change, whether it's something. It's exhausting. I think this the worst part of this entire game was the fact that Lamar Jackson was the guy that killed us. He killed us. He looked like a varsity running back playing down on JV, just out there having fun. There was a couple throws where he didn't even get his feet set. He just was confident. He's like, I'm just going to sling this thing uh, lackadaisical. He's running the football, barely running, just juking people out of their freaking socks. And we passed on that guy for Marcus Davenport, who currently has 10 solo tackles and half a sack. Half. He could have had a full one on Lamar Jackson last night, and he just whiffed. Now, I don't know whose decision that was to, to take Davenport, and I think he has been a good player for us, and he's a good prospect, but that's a miss. You missed out on a MVP in my opinion, the MVP right now, this current moment, his team should be 8-0. He's been better than Jalen Hurts. He's carried his team. Uh, Jalen Hurts has plethora of weapons around him. Lamar Jackson's been playing with a 75-year-old Deshaun Jackson as his wide receiver. And they got Jason Pierre-Paul and Jason, Justin Houston rushing the passer. So you can't even tell me that Lamar hasn't put this team on his back. It's been impressive. And then... Middle of the game, I was bored. I, I'm like, yeah, this is it's chalk. The Saints aren't going to win this game. I flipped over to the Manning cast to listen to Sean Payton because I thought that would be more interesting than the game. And Sean has the decency to say, yeah, I'm really interested because I will be a free agent when Lamar Jackson's a free agent. Kind of hinting towards maybe let's meet somewhere uh, or it's exciting that we're both free agents at the same time. First off, you're not a free agent. We have your rights. We're picking where you go first. So you better come back. Give us the picks. We need them. We need them badly. Secondly, why do you like them so much? You passed on them. Hmm? We wanted them. I think every Saints fan in that situation thought that pick was for Lamar. It's like, oh, Sean, that was a classic move. Saints smoke screen. They didn't like any of the quarterbacks in the draft. Didn't like Lamar. Trades, trades up to go get him. Uh, Happened, happened to him before where he got he said he liked Mahomes, he was his favorite player, and then someone jumps him, takes him, he got him. We got Lamar Jackson. And then you take a defensive end out of UTSA who's had a hard time staying on the field. Hard time producing. We could have had Lamar Jackson. And that's the, that's the worst part. I don't care we don't have a first-round pick next year. We're not going to quarterback with a 10th pick, with an 11th pick. I want a quarterback, and we don't have one. That's the worst part. And Sean said some interesting things. Uh, you could tell he was frustrated the way the Saints were playing. It was just miserable. The offense looked bad. The defense was confused. They were absolutely exhausted. Tyron Matthew, I thought, played well. Uh, Alonzo Taylor had his moments, but tomorrow Davis had probably his best game this year. It not much to pull from this game. And I'll have a podcast here pretty soon talking about the Steelers game. Once we see this injury report, it's like we were getting healthy. Some people picked us to win this game because we were getting kind of healthy. Yeah, we were missing Mike. We were missing Jarvis. 
Uh, we are missing Lattimore. But what have you done for me lately? Michael, what have you done for me lately? We've won without Michael. We've lost without Michael. The Ravens came in here without their wide receiver one, Rashad Bateman, without Mark Andrews, and just a, a, a complete switch of a lot of their guys on, on their team. No Gus Edwards, and they didn't have a problem. They didn't have a problem at all. And it seems like when we lose a player to, due to injury, uh, we're just like confused. We're um, can't complete passes. We got people running the wrong routes. It is just like the guy that steps up is doesn't know what to do. I don't know if that's coaching or paying attention. Uh, well, there's just pure talent that they're missing on the field. But I was told that this team is deep, and I was told that they were talented. And I haven't seen either of those things. And this has just turned to a rant. We haven't even talked about the game that much. Because honestly, not much to talk about. This game was chalked from the kickoff when Andy Dalton and the Saints offense couldn't get a first down. And, and matter of fact, on third down, they were the worst I've ever seen in Saints offense. Negative 14 yards on third down. You're going backwards. And there was times when I sat up Lamar Jackson on the ball. I'm like, this is exciting. I get to see a great football player against a good defense. I'm excited. And then when the Saints offense get in the field, like, oh, this is going to be a snoozer. We're going to go backwards. And a lot of times we did. There was insane pressure in Andy Dalton. No one's really open. And then when they are open, there's no time. Kamara's trying to find a hole. There's no holes. No effort. Injuries. It's exhausting. We're 3-6, and six, and we're lucky to be 3-6. and six. That'll do it for today's show. I'm going to end it with this and just kind of say, what would you guys do in this situation? Is it change a quarterback, change a coach? What would you do? Let me know. Thank you guys for tuning in today's show. It was a rant. That's all it's going to be unless we find a win. We got to beat the Steelers this week. Get back on track. Doesn't even matter if you make the playoffs. Let's just pull together some wins. Let's figure this thing out. Let's win a football game. Thank you guys for tuning in today's episode. As always, I appreciate the love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Who Let's go. We on a road. The next stop. Don't